You look at our brand, you look at my brand, you're gonna see trust, authenticity. You know, we walk the talk. Welcome to the Mind Over Money podcast with Jess and James. The only podcast you need to tune into each week to grow your personal, professional, and financial life. Join entrepreneur, investor, and multi-award winning international speaker, Jesson James, as he shows you how to take control of your mind to create the life, income, and career you deserve. Here's your host, Jesson James. Often there's people you come across online, you see them in you know various you know features, and you see them doing their thing. And behind every entrepreneur is a human being. And one thing I really love doing is really unpacking what's driving people, what's moving them forwards. Now, the next guest is somebody that I've been watching from a distance for a while now and seeing this person do some incredible things. They are the author of the best-selling book, Build an Empire. They are the founder of the, the Build an Empire movement. They're out there supporting people to go and after their dreams. Well, not just go after their dreams, but actually turn their dreams into memories. This person that I'm about to bring up in a second has not only done that, they're a serial entrepreneur. They're out there creating some incredible waves and not only as an entrepreneur, but they're also doing some things that really stretch themselves. This person's into Muay boxing. This person's into shooting. By the way, I hope she doesn't shoot you in a minute, but she's into shooting. She's into to supporting and, and not only helping people grow scale, but one thing I heard which really touched my soul was that she's into helping people defend what they've got. And I think it takes a special kind of person to go out there and spread that kind of positivity and message. So please give it up for the one and only Elena Cardone. Welcome, Elena. Oh, hello. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here with you. How are you doing? I'm amazing, especially after hearing that incredible intro. Bless you. That's Well, it's the <laughs> truth, right? And I'm really... I'm really excited about talking to you because um, one of the things that's dear to my heart is female entrepreneurship. And we're going to deep, deep dive into that later on. But um, look, you've, you've taken time out to be with us, which I'm very grateful for. Um, so, Elaine, I'm going to go straight into it. Um, please, like, obviously, I, I, I follow you. I know what you're about. But there's lots of people listening to this that really want to know who is Elena Cardone and not just who she is. Why does she do what she do, does, does today? Like, can, can you just tell us, tell us who you are and why you do what you do today, please? Well, gosh, you know, it's a loaded question. Um, <laughs> it's a loaded question. Who am I? I'm, I'm a woman now who has um, evolved tremendously from my earlier years in life. I've uh, hit a lot of great accomplishments. I've learned a lot of lessons. I've, I've had a lot of challenges. Um, it hasn't been always easy for me. I know it might seem in the, the perception and maybe on social media, like everything comes easy, maybe mm. for me. Although I personally feel quite the opposite. I'm always like, why can't I catch a break? Um, and why do I have this problem and that problem? But now I've come to a point in my life where I've done enough things right. I've learned a lot of lessons. I have information that can truly uh, help fast track somebody mm. else's way to success. Um, and that's where I'm at right now. I'm looking to make a, a legacy, a spiritual legacy play for myself financially. I have everything that I could ever want and we've hit that milestone. It's, it's incredible. And, and in doing that now I get to have the spiritual legacy play, which is now can I not only be the woman behind the man, beside the man, which I love and, mm. you know, really pride. My, that's a, it's a huge strength and accomplishment yes, yes. of what I've been able to achieve on that side of things. But now I'm looking, hey, can I do that for the thousands now? Can I be the woman behind the thousands? And I'm mm. looking to start a, and continue and grow and expand a, a real women empowerment uh, movement globally where women can come together and really feel and own their power as a woman to actually, you know, power, the capacity or the ability yes, to yes. influence the behavior of others. And I believe that women have innately that power, but we've been sitting on it or not like owning it, where if we did and we came together globally and actually supported each other and, you know, locked arms, we could actually influence the world to 
uh, make a difference for the better. We could influence the world to have peace. We could influence the world to strive for greater heights. We could, what could we do if we got strengths in numbers and then took mm. it back, not only within ourselves, but to our families and to our communities and to the globe? And what would that look like if women came together with the mission of, we are going to take responsibility for this planet and we are going to make a difference for the better. And that's where I'm at right now. I'm sort of on the, on the very beginning uh, yep. cusp of that, which is now who I am today and what I'm all about and why I do what I do. I, I, love, I love the fact that you said it was a loaded question and you've just unloaded onto me. And that was great because I, I, love, I, love, I love what you stand for. The passion really came out in what you were saying. So there's some things you've touched on, Elena, which I'm actually going to deep dive into, especially around relationships in entrepreneur, you know, with entrepreneurs. I really want to pick your brains on that, but I'll come back to that in a second because you, you hit something on the head, which I think in order for you to live your spiritual legacy, you took care of business first, right? And I think a lot of people need to understand this is that, you know, look, let's be honest, a lot of us are charitable. We like, we like to help others. And, and you know this, when you help someone, it releases oxytocin, it feels incredible and you want to help loads more people. But some of us haven't even helped ourselves yet first. And I believe that some people are not giving themselves permission to be selfish for a little while to sort themselves out first before they go and help others. Now, I'm not telling you to be a horrible human being, but I really believe that you should sort your own finances out first before you move forward. So in your opinion, why is financial freedom a very important milestone for people in this day and age? Well, you already kind of tapped in on it. And I've mm. been there too. Like I mm. said, I've, I've had challenges in, in, in our, in my life as well. In 2008, when the economy collapsed, Grant and I were under a massive lawsuit, problems with all kinds of just one thing yeah. after the other, literally on the verge of losing everything financially. Wow. That's when I realized, wow, I've had this thing wrong because when you can't take care of yourself, how can you take care of anyone else? Mm. But I think it's ironic that someone without financial means, one of the considerations that they have about having money is, oh, money makes you greedy, you know, or money makes you evil. And then I thought about it, well, kind of how evil is it that like, if I have the intention to help people, but I can't because I don't have money. Mm. So now, I mean, I think that's kind of, for me, I'm just talking about my own moral code, right? My own moral code, that is like evil for me to not be able to do something because I'm allowing my, myself to be hindered. And, and so it, we had to be greedy in 2008. I could not care about you. I could not care about the audience. I could not care about a global um, empowerment movement that I want to go lead the charge of here because I had to take care of myself. So that situation made me realize that's when I was greedy because the, the, my only purpose at that point was to survive and not lose it all. It wasn't mm. to care about anybody else. And, and I had to just accept that and realize that that was where I was at, own it, and then be able to change the condition that I was in that allowed me to then be evil because then I can't go do what I want to do when now mm. I'm having this present time problem of finances be in the way. So then Grant and I said, you know what, we're no longer going to have this yeah, limitation yeah. to this present time problem of not having money, not being able to help anyone. We're going to solve that problem. So then we have no excuse and we can really live out our, our, our fulfillment. So that's when I realized, wow, money, money doesn't make you evil money. You know, money, money is just money. It's a currency. Mm, you buy mm, something mm. for, you know, to buy a product or a service. It's just an exchange. It's a flow. Like, why are we making all this significant attachment to yeah. it? You yeah. know, money could make you more generous. Money could make you more philanthropic, you know? So um, why is it more important now than ever? Look, I mean, if we weren't in the financial situation that I'm in, you know, we would be at effect if we were working for somebody else right now on this planet who yeah, said, you know yeah. what, you have to take a vaccine. I am not here to talk about vaccines or to tell you my viewpoint on it, whether yeah, I'm yeah. for it or not for it. I'm only making a point that without financial freedom, I don't have a choice. If I want to have a job and I want to work for somebody, if I'm in the healthcare system, I had to take a, a vaccine in order to have my job. That's not financial freedom. That's not freedom of choices. 
That's no. just one example. You know, I have freedom to move globally and move my family wherever I want because I have the financial means to make those decisions to not be held captive by whoever says they think that they know better than I know about what I yeah. want to do yeah. with my life. So I think now more than ever financial freedom. So you don't have to depend on somebody else to run your life, but to have your own spiritual independence, your own financial independence and your own decisions, whether they agree with somebody else's or not. I mean, that's no, just no, the tip no. of the surface. I, I and I love what you said. It's like, I mean, I've got this belief that money makes you more of what you already are. So if you're already an asshole, you'll be a bigger one when you make more money. If you're a kind-hearted, genuine person, you're only going to become more of that. And I think some people are afraid to actually step into their greatness and make more because they think it's evil. And, it's, and look, money, money, you know, money isn't the root of all evil. A lack of it is. You know, people do some really bad stuff for a lack of money. So you know, I think you're, you're absolutely right. And I think if people can start to build a better relationship with money, then, then things change. Now, I'm all about financial freedom, Elena. I'm also about financial certainty because financial certainty to me basically means that, look, look at you, look at Grant, you know, and I've been there as well. You could take everything I've got tomorrow. I know I'll make it all back 110% because I've got financial certainty in my ability. And a lot of that has stemmed from my brand that I've been building up over the years. Now you've built an incredible brand, which I think is, is just really, really inspirational. How important is having a personal brand in this day and age to, to you ultimately becoming financially certain? But also, what tips would you give to someone right now who was starting out to build their own personal brand? Because it's a great asset to have, right? Yeah, I mean, the brand, I, I mean, we could, I could talk about Grant and what he's built with the 10X brand. And that's mm. just, that's a global movement at this yeah. point. And, you know, but, but my brand, our brand, um, you know, but specifically my brand, I mean, our, I, I just, I'm only saying my brand because I don't, I don't ever like to speak for someone else. So yeah, I'm, I'm, but you know, I want to hear about I, you. I, I love Grant, but I want to hear about you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cause I don't want to put words in his mouth either. No, so I just make that distinction. Although they're very parallel They're e Grant and I have this, the same purposes, similar mm. purposes, mine are slightly varied. Um, you know, I want to see financial freedom and legacy and stability for everyone. I know Grant has the products and services for that. So me supporting him, getting those products out to the world, like I'm also can make, that's how I make my contribution on that aspect, even though I'm not directly doing teaching financial advice like Grant does or has the products or services. Um, how important is a brand? A brand is important because our brand says authenticity. Mm -hmm. I'm not selling perfect. Certainly I can say my viewpoint of Grant is that he's not selling perfect <laughs> because I'm always trying to clean up that, 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 um, <laughs> you know, you know, uh, I'm, I'm always, you know, I'm super sensitive because I also run the role of the protector kind of in yeah, the family. Yeah. And, you know, I, I care about him. I don't want to see him misunderstood, which I think cool. he often is, but for the most part, you look at our brand, you look at my brand, you're going to see trust, authenticity, you're going to see core values, ethical, do what you say, 10x mindset. You're going to see that, you know, we walk the talk. You know, we're not just people out there saying one thing and not like you can't fake certain things. You can't mm -hmm. fake the, stati the statistics that we have. So what that does in a brand, when, when you know who you are, when you know your purpose, when you know your core values, then you know what your product is, branding it to then target your core audience is essential because people know when they come to us, we're going to over deliver what was promised. Yeah. But we make that a conscious effort to do that. And we continue to show up on a daily basis over and over and over and over and over again. So that throughout the years, because that's what it's taken, um, that builds certainty, confidence, and, and people just associate us 
with that. So they feel more comfortable transacting dollars with us, knowing that they can trust us to deliver. So yeah. because yeah. we've built that brand based on who we are, by the way, but because we've actually branded ourselves as that, it's actually helped us with financial freedom because, yeah. Yeah. you know, we've had to sell a lot of products and services in order to have what we have we've mm -hmm. you know now with cardone capital we have to uh we've allowed investors to invest in our 12,000 apartment units we've grown to yeah. 4.8 yeah. billion dollars yeah. in assets Impressive. under management um we would have done that alone do not get me wrong but it mm -hmm. would have doubled maybe tripled us the time to time, get there time, yeah. So because Grant and I have been such a stable foundation for people throughout the year, because we have branded ourselves this way, when we finally did, for example, open up um, that opportunity for other people, we have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and maybe even thousands of investors at this point. I'm, I'm pretty sure we do that have now helped us fast track our way to success. Of course, helps fast track their way to financial um, stability, what's, you used a word that I loved, but um, financial you know certainty. what I'm saying? What, what was it? Financial, financial certainty. Financial certainty, exactly. Because financial certainty, you know, comes from when you have an asset that's an actual income producing asset, mm -hmm. different from a house that's not paying you every month to live there. No. But these assets with the renters that we have paying us. So if something, God forbid, were to happen to Grant or if I were to die tomorrow, like that's not earned income. That's a certainty income that yep. comes yep. in, whether yep. Grant is out there alive, whether Elena's alive or not, that thing every single month is spitting off dough. And that brings financial certainty to at least my family. You know, if Grant can't go do growth cons and make, you know, money off of growth cons anymore, at least I have that coming in. Yep. And anyway, yep. my point to all of that is a brand is very important because had we not done that, like look at, uh, well, you can't name another person because no other person is doing what Grant is doing, yeah, but yeah. they will. They're going to figure it out soon enough, but they're going to have a severe disadvantage because they will not have had those years of branding mm -hmm. to then where people all of a sudden say, yes, I trust it. So they're going to have to go through the years of trust in order to fundraise for a type of, of, of a venture like uh, Cardone Capital. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, everything you're saying is like music to my ears because um, I think when, especially when we're in the space that we're in, education space, and, and you're serving people and you're adding value to people, trust is a really important thing. And um, you might not know this, Elena, but I used to be an ex, I'm an ex-psychiatric ex nurse. I used to be a nurse before I became an entrepreneur. I wasn't an entrepreneur before. And one of the things that I've always carried through into entrepreneurship is a duty of care. Because as a nurse, you've got a duty of care to people. And I think what you've just said is just really like it's music to my ears is that you want people to, to know that we've got your back, man. Like, uh, like we're not going to let you down. We've got your back, take our hand, honesty, integrity. These are strong values of ours. And, and I think we've got a duty of care when we're serving people. And because there's a lot of people out there that don't have those values, let's be fair. Um, and to, to them, they're just a dollar sign. And I'm, my big movement right now is not recruiting dollar signs, it's recruiting hearts. How many hearts can I recruit right now? How many people can I, can I get to connect with me so that I can take them on a different journey? So I love what you've just said there. One of the things that I really love that, that you and Grant have done, because it kind of ties into that whole financial certainty, stability, freedom aspect, is you guys have built businesses as well that are leveraged by people, systems, processes that don't require you guys to be there all the time. And there's a lot of business owners out there with all due respects, and I'm sure you see them all day long. They're not business owners. They're self-employed. They've given themselves a job and they've got a shit boss who doesn't give them enough time off. Right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, so what advice could you give to someone right now about leveraging people, time, technology and money? You don't have to do all of those, but I mean just some... Yeah, no, it's it's like empires aren't built by one person. The mm. solopreneur is a myth. You can't do it all alone. You can't do, you can't scale. This is a, a scaling. Mm. You cannot scale as one person. You cannot do everything. 
you know, Grant says you can do anything, but you can't do everything. And, and I believe that's true. And one of the biggest mistakes that we've made is we didn't collaborate sooner with the right partners in order to fast track our way to success. So what I could tell that person that's, um, you know, is the boss of everything, um, figure out really what you're good at, your, your wheelhouse, and then, you know, start investing back into you, into the brand, into the company, and, and investing in people. You know, the people shouldn't cost you money. I think the new people that don't know a business think money, um, people cost them money and they're trying to yeah, save yeah. money by doing every, I'm going to do the marketing, I'm going to do the accounting, I'm going to do the sales, I'm going to do all these different, and I have to be a mom or a husband or a father, mm -hmm. all of this. It's like, you know, how can, and so they think, oh, well, if I pay the money out, then I'm not going to make the money and now it's, it's even going to be worse. But that's not yeah, the right yeah. mindset. It's you know, when, when you start off um, as a business, as the business starts making money, it should either be going into self-enhancement yourself or back into the company or back into the business. During this time, you have to understand that it will look like sacrifice phase. This yeah, is normal. Yeah. This is the part of the growth. You're not gonna go buy all the stuff and you're, you're probably not gonna become rich overnight, you know? Um, so that's the first cycle. And, you know, the money earned goes back into yourself or back into the business. And it repeats that cycle over and over and over until finally when you hire those other people, then you should be making a little bit more money. And then by the time, but it's still going to look like sacrifice phase. Probably when you have the first one, two, three people, it's still going to be like, oh, my God, where is this extra? Where is it? I'm, I still feel broke. But eventually... Mm -hmm that is going to spill over and there will be the 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 spill off and then the spill off goes into that income producing asset like a you know a cardone capital yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then that money that the cash flow from that from the third not the earned but the mm -hmm. third the income producing asset that's what's to buy all the extra stuff like the watches yeah, yeah. or the car or the purses yeah, or the yeah. fancy shoes or the first Love class it, flights it. or whatever you want but it should come from that way not from the earned income the earned income should only be back into self-enhancement or mm. in the business or being stored to put into this number three income producing asset yeah i, I, I love i love what you said because as you're talking it was cast me back to, to to when i was in business when i first started out i people don't notice i took a pay cut to pay another person to come and help me grow my business because i couldn't afford the wage for them, the salary for them. And I took a pay cut to, to do that. And that pay cut actually made me a millionaire two years later. You see, and, and that is understand. the definition of an entrepreneur right there. An entrepreneur there is willing to put something financially at risk for yeah. the potential of the reward. And so you're a true entrepreneur. Bless you. That means a lot. Thank you so much. Um, so I've got another question for you because I always say to you, people, I think, I know, I know Grant talks about cash a lot, cash flow, cash flow. I think you got, have you got cats? You've got two cats, one called cash, one called flow. Am I right? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I love that. Murder me when I brought them home, but you know. <laughs> I love that. Um, so, so I know, I know everyone talks about cash is king and you might like this, but I, I, people say cash is king, but I say sales is queen. No, no sales, no cash. And and a lot of people often say, I've got a cash flow problem. One thing, obviously, I love about yourself and Grant is, yes, cash is a problem, but where does cash stem from? Sales activity, right? And a lot of people are hung up on sales. They, they think selling's pushy, it's sleazy, it's this is whatever it might be. But my belief is sell, selling is serving, right? So what advice could you give to someone right now that's got an incredible product or service that could literally change someone's life? but they're stuck or hung up on selling. What advice would you give to someone? Right okay, now? so I'm going to be really biased and I'm probably going to sound selly right now, but I'm going to tie it into Say this. Say how whole, it is. It's, you're going to see how I do this. Um, first off, if you don't like selling, chances are you're not very good at it and you don't really understand it. Mm. And this, this whole series right now, by the way, I'm my husband's biggest fan, okay? <laughs> and I want to support him in bringing financial literacy, freedom, stability to the planet. So mm -hmm. I believe in his products and services enough to tell you about this right here. Someone who does not like selling needs to buy Cardone University. Yeah. 
CardoneUniversity.com, okay? So that's one, okay? You get on this program, you're gonna start to have understanding, knowledge about selling, okay? So let me tell you real quick about what information means, right? Mm. Information comes from um, the derivation, meaning the meaning of the word information comes from derivation is formation of the mind, okay? Mm. So information is basically a formation of the mind. And if you have the wrong information, okay? If they say knowledge is what? People say knowledge is power. That's right. If they say knowledge is power, what does it mean if you have the wrong information, which is a formation of the mind? Yep. It would yep. technically mean that you would have a disinformation, a deformation, right? Yep. A deformation yep. of the mind. So if you don't like selling, chances are you have a deformation of the mind, Love which that. is cutting you off to the life blood supply of how this world works because we are on an economic planet we do not give diapers for hugs we give diapers for money so you've got to understand this thing called selling if you want to survive well on this planet so cardone university okay second i would tell somebody who has a button on selling is a you don't know how to sell b you don't believe in your products and services enough so you don't understand or have a, a integrity enough because I know this product is good, right? So I have no problem telling your audience about it or yeah, sounding yeah. selly right now. Why? Because I know this can help that person. Yeah, and if I'm going to take responsibility for that person, I would need to tell them about that. Otherwise, mm -hmm. how are they going to know? So for the people who are like, oh, I don't want to sell my, my parents or my friends or my this or my that, I'm like, why are you so selfish to be thinking only about how uncomfortable you feel because they might tell you no rather than you know what i have something that's going to help you and you're going to be better because of it and me not telling you about it is a transgression against my own personal yeah, yeah. values and integrity so that's the mindset that someone would have to assume if they're going to sell something don't be inauthentic if like i could never sell cannabis okay yeah. i never know it's out there i know it's legal in certain places i don't do drugs anymore i don't want to touch it i want nothing to do with yeah, it so yeah. i can't sell it because i can't i don't think i don't you know like look i'm not mother Teresa. you can do what you do but for mm -hmm. myself i can't do it because it compromises my personal integrity yeah, not yours yeah. mine but if you're behind an actual product that you believe in and know will help someone then shame on you and that should feel like a sin to you because you could have helped somebody and you didn't because you had your own little considerations about me 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 what do i feel this is uncomfortable and you let that stop you and that's not a good thing Hey, it's Justin James here, founder of Unstoppable You, and right now my guess is you're curious. Maybe you're in a situation right now where you want more out of life and you just don't know how to get there. You're in a job or in a situation that's making you feel trapped and you wanna break free from that situation. Well look, come and join us at Unstoppable You. This is a three-day live immersive experience on how to leave whatever's in the past in the past and break through to the future that you deserve. There's a link, my advice is click on it, get yourself booked in before the tickets run out. I promise you it will be the best three days that you spend so you can unlock the rest of your future and live the life that you truly deserve and I look forward to seeing you there. I feel like we're in church. I feel like going preach. Like <laughs> I'm like, woo! I don't want to sound too much. I, I don't want to sound too much. You, know, but, you need to get you know, Grant to start the Cardone ministry next. I think maybe next. Like, Search <laughs> Cardone. Let's go. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I love. And you know what? Um, and I love what you just said because I always say this to my clients as well. Like I think you're being selfish if you don't offer someone a solution to their problem. And if I let someone go, it makes both of us wrong. It makes me wrong for not offering you something and it makes you wrong for not finding a solution to your problem. So you've got to really, really serve those people. So I love, I love, love, love what you just said. Now, I know something about you, which really, for me anyway, connects, you know, on a deeper level. And that is you're all about showing up. And there's a lot of people out there who are in entrepreneurship. And sometimes my audience feel like I'm telling them off, but someone who cares about you tells you the truth. 
Like your best friend tells you the truth. They're not going to hear to be your friend and tell you what you want to hear. I'm here to tell you the truth. And I feel in this day and age, so many people go out there and say, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to be the boss. I want to do this. I want to do that. And they're not showing up. That They're showing up when they feel like it. And like you said, like it's all about the downtime as well. It's not just the uptime. So why is showing up so important and crucial for your success as an entrepreneur? And what, can, what advice can you give to someone right now who doesn't feel like showing up because they're going through a rough time? Well, showing up, you know, again, to quote my husband, the number one rule to success is show up. Mm. And I mean, it's, it's, it's essential. I use discipline to show up. You know, sometimes I don't feel like showing up. Um, you know, and that's why I have such a beef with that phrase, do what you love and the money will follow. Mm. I mean, I love the sound of it. It sounds so <laughs> wonderful. And yes, I agree with it. Like follow your purpose and like, you know, stay in that lane. But along with that, I feel like it gives people the idea that it's always supposed to feel good. Everything's supposed to be great. You're not supposed to run into any challenges or you're going to, you're supposed to love every single aspect of your job. And to me, that's not realistic. It's like, yes, I'm doing what I love to do, but sometimes I don't feel like it. Look, I, you know, if I'm going to, uh, you know, be motivational, inspirational. I need to have that discipline in on myself in order to gain the trust, like we were talking about, the branding yeah, yeah, thing yeah, for other yeah. people. I have to take control of my own physical appearance. I have to be strong enough to deal with what I deal with on a daily basis. I train, I work out every day. I don't feel like it, but I do it anyway because, yeah. you know, I believe that is one of the secrets to success, you know, at least taking care of your physical body, like at least be in control of your, you know, as much as you can without, you know, something like a massive health issue that you can't control, like a cancer or something. But yeah. I'm talking about as much as you can control, you should take control of your body. So that's one. Or maybe like, I love doing what I'm doing and I want to be this woman empowerment global speaker, but I'm terrified to speak on stages. Okay. <laughs> but am I going to let that get in my way if, and I'm not saying that's the truth, but I'm yeah, saying it yeah. could be, but would I let that stop me from delivering this message and bringing these women together and having mm -hmm. my purpose of what I want to see fulfilled before I croak, you know? And so it's about discipline showing up. It doesn't matter. Stop caring about your you know, your, 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 your protected little feelings and holding them up as the holy grail to dictate what your life is going to look like. I do things all the time in spite of how I feel. Yeah. It's about yeah. discipline. It's about doing it anyway. And, and the people who don't know if they're there yet right now, I would encourage you to look at what is your purpose in life and, and what is your core values and what do you want your lifestyle to look like? And I don't mean just like flying around in planes and this and that, I mean lifestyle. I mean, what does your life look like? What is the condition of your car? What is the condition of your friends look like? What is the condition in the state of your children? Like, what does your lifestyle look like? Can you travel? Do you, like, what is it that you want? And if that becomes senior, who, who are the types of the people that you want to help what do you want to be doing and when that becomes senior to your little feelings then mm -hmm. you're going to start showing up because you're going to realize and recognize that wow maybe you're here not only just for your little self and your little feelings but actually maybe you were here to actually do something even bigger yeah, and go beyond yeah. just yourself which is to help other people and make a difference and really live up to your full potential. I love it. It's actually, again, music to my ears. It's like, you know, I think if you could, if you can, if you could take care of yourself um, and, and, and get out your own way and show up, it unlocks so many other opportunities for you. And, and then I genuinely feel a lot of people that they, they, you know, they, they get up and they, they have no purpose. And I think it was Mark Twain that said the two most important days of your life, the day you were born and the day you figure out why. And <laughs> a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people haven't figured out why. And, and this kind of leads into my next question, Elena, uh, the entrepreneurs, in my opinion, a lot of them, just like yourself, myself, and a lot of people that we know and Grant and everybody else, they're very generous people. They want to give, they want to help people. And 
And for me, money brings you happiness, but there's something missing in that. And that's fulfillment. And that fulfillment comes by helping others and giving back and serving, which is why a lot of wealthy people go and do charity work and all that kind of stuff. But in our space, you know, we're out there serving and helping other people. Now, for me, and I'm sure you know them as well, there's a lot of happy people with money, but something's missing. Like they've got no purpose. They don't know what to do with it. They don't know where they're, where they're going in life. It's almost like they've lost their GPS. They have no idea where they're going but they've got money. So they're kind of happy because they've got a nice house, nice car, bling, bling, watch and all that stuff. Great. But then fulfillment comes from serving and giving back. So you've touched on it already, but could you, could you just like on a higher level, because you're on your spiritual journey, you're on your journey to serve. And that stemmed from you get being happy from money, but the fulfillment part comes from giving back. So can you just double down on the importance of actually having a freaking purpose in life? Because most people wake up in the morning, they have no clue why they're here. Well, it's crucial and, and, and it's, it's absolutely crucial because it's going to be the thing that gets, keeps, for me, it's the thing that gets me out of bed. It keeps me disciplined. Mm. Um, it's the thing that keeps me in my own lane. And what I mean by that is it keeps me from being distracted and going off in all different areas. Like, like I hate this expression, stay in your lane. Like, like what, why not? I want to take what, up the whole yeah. road. But I mean, keeps me in my lane, meaning focused on my targets, my goals. It's very mm. easy with everything going on to start running down this trail or running down that trail. And those are the trails that I personally can't control. And I don't want to. I want to leave that up to the people who decided to take that on as their mission in life. And so purpose is very important. It's what I think is the foundation of building mm. an empire. Um, what was the second part of your question? It, it was, it was more so, um, it was, it, you kind of answered it was more like, what, what, why is it so important of, of actually having a purpose? Because it's like, yeah. for me, it's GPS, it, like it's your satellite navigation. It is, you know it where is, you're it Yeah. It's the guide. It's the thing that guides you. It's where you can build everything on top of. Mm. And, you know, for the people that don't know what their purpose is, you don't have to use that as a reason to be stuck either. Like no, just no. find any purpose. It doesn't have to be the one, it can evolve over time. What yeah. is it right now? In 2008, I told you my purpose was to survive and not lose it all. That yeah. was it. There was no nobility in it. There was no mankind in it, but mm. that's where I was. So get real and open and honest with where you are right now yeah. and yeah. what is your purpose and just start, you know, um, Creativity follows commitment. Just commit to making a change, making a difference. Commit to, I want to build an empire. Commit to being able to be open to finding and creating your purpose. Just make a commitment right now in a new unit of time. Don't think about all the other times you made a commitment and fail. That's yeah, like yeah. where it is in the past. Even going forward, if I fail in a commitment that I made tomorrow, I mean, I might be disappointed in myself for a little bit, but the beauty is, is that's in the past and I get to recommit. All I need to do is recommit in a new unit of time and go forward and not like assess, oh, I'm, you know, that I'm a huge failure or make it mean more than what it is. Just let it go, learn from it, adapt and use it as an, a, as a guide or an adjuster to, as you go forward and stop like beating yourself up and using yeah, yeah. it as an excuse to stop all the time. The only time I believe, even though I've had a number of failures, a number of losses, we do not win at everything we take on. But in spite of all that, it does not, not make myself, my husband, this enterprise a failure or a mm -hmm. loser just because we've had failures and losses. The only thing that would ever make us a loser is if we quit. We have the power. It's not in somebody else's hands, it's in your hands. If you don't quit, no matter where you are, you could be bottom of the barrel. And I've been at my bottom of my barrel. I think Grant's been at the bottom of his barrel. Yeah. I've been there. We've been there. All you need to do is make a commitment and start climbing yourself out of that muck. That's it. One rung at a time. You fall a couple of rungs. Okay. Your nails might be bleeding. Dig back in and keep crawling, you know, mm -hmm. and you're going to make it out the top. Love this. I, this, this conversation is, is lighting my soul. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. You know, so 
One thing, um, maybe you probably don't know this, but like my, you probably definitely don't know this, but 70% of my clients are actually female in my training company. Like 70% of my clients are female, right? Um, and the reason behind that, in my opinion, is because I'm a big advocate for female entrepreneurship. I'm a big um, champion around females. I, I want to see them step into their greatness. One thing I've got a problem with, though, is, and, and this is kind of leading into your build an empire movement, is I love what you're doing with this. And I love that you're giving women an open platform to step into their greatness. One thing I've got a problem with is that we're living in a world where not just women, but people are waiting for the world to be equal before they step into their greatness. And with all due respect, we're not going to see equality in our lifetime. I'm telling you now, there's always going to be some kind of inequality going on. And especially when it comes to women in entrepreneurship, like even till now, like you go into some organizations, male CEOs still earn more than women. Why the hell is that even happening? But it's happening. But what I'm trying to say is, is what advice could you give to somebody right now who was waiting for things to just line up and be equal before they step into their greatness? Because there's so many incredible female entrepreneurs out there that just, just feel like they, someone needs to give them a break or they need to catch a break. Like, like, I'm all about, hey, look, you know what? You're beautiful just the way you are. Go and step into your greatness. Go and do what it is that you need to do. So what, can you, what advice can you give these people, please? And, and like, like that fuels the build an empire movement that you're creating right now. Oh, God, that's a good question. Okay, wait, I want to look up this one definition for you. Can you sure. look up level up for me? Um, so, look, waiting is taking a backseat. Nothing's going to mm. change if we just continue going on the way it is. You, this isn't the entitlement planet where, like, just because you deserve it, you get it. Like, it just doesn't work that way. I didn't make yep. the rules. Yep. These are the rules. Yep. The stats is what earns the respect. You know, because someone cannot like the way I look or not look or the way I talk or don't talk, but no one can argue with my stats. You, whether you like me or you don't, you got the stats. It yeah. earns yeah. respect no matter what. So you're waiting for you to get somewhere that you're never going to get because we haven't, you know, earned the stat, the respect, the whatever. So, and I'm not, I am speaking as a generality here. So, but if women could come together and really understand and value their own power. Like it starts mm -hmm. with us first. It starts with not like, oh, we are entitled because, you know, because, because I said so, even though we are as humans, we should be born with equal um, rights and opportunities. But, you know, there are certain things that we are not equal in, like man, female, we're not equal in strength. I mean, it, that's just a given, you know, but we can be equal in certain stats that we um, create and do. So level up, this is, oh man, okay, <laughs> level up. Okay, this is what I would say. For the yes. women that have a problem and want to um, wait, you're not breaking the glass ceiling for all the other women that are going to come up behind you in order to level up listen to this definition level up yep. means increase something in order to remove a disparity so wow. if we want to level up and get the prices that we should and deserve to be um paid because we're doing the same exact job in certain mm -hmm. positions we need to increase more of us doing even more of what we're doing. We need to create such value to society. It's like, you know, my husband runs and operates this business. When someone creates so much value in the, in the job here, it's hard to let them go. We'll pay them any amount of money. Yeah, we yeah. want to pay them any amount of money because we recognize their value. It's not like we're like, oh, we don't want to spread the love. We're like, look, we give them opportunities here. You know, you can, there's no cap on which you can earn here, but as long as you produce, you can, you can have more. So if more women go out there and really own their power, capacity or ability to influence the behavior of others, they're willing to increase more in order to close the disparity, then they're taking an active role in actually restoring our value to society. But they have to get it within themselves. Yeah, yeah. And I think that we have to earn it. You I, lo know? I, lo I, love, I love this because... Um... And by the way, by the way, I'm not just talking about in business. Like, let's cross over to the moms now, yeah. okay? 
because I believe society doesn't value that role either. And a lot of that, I would love to have this open conversation, bring it to the forefront so that women can understand this. I've heard women say, um, oh, what do you do? And I hear, oh, I'm just a mom. So they put Mm. just uh, in front of mom, which wait, I'm sorry, is only the most important job on the planet if we're gonna, you know, procreate the human race. Uh, there needs to be mothers there rearing children to what? Become productive, contributing members of society. Absolutely. And so when there is a good mother that's willing to own that role and how difficult that role is, mm. it's like mind blowing. Like work to me is so much easier than that role, yet it goes 100%. so misunderstood. Like, well, what did you do all day? Uh, I kept the kids alive. Oh, so what did you do all day today? You did your, your, you worked on a $50 million deal. Well, aren't you lucky? You had it easy today. Congratulations. (laughs) Or wouldn't it be nice if in a party, a mother was like, oh, what do you do? Oh, I'm a mother. And someone, we finally got to the point where everyone was like, oh my God, thank Mm. you for your service. You know, like, but that starts with a woman earning and owning who she is and her value as a mother or as an entrepreneur or as whatever it is that she's doing so that it transcends not only to herself, not as an entitlement, like, you know, but as a true position of power, that's like, you know what, I'm doing this and I'm restoring the family dynamics so that we can all go up to greater heights together and a husband and wife or a man and a woman can realize each other's value depending on which role they're in. I'm not saying the woman always has to be in the the, the mother role. Maybe the mother role is really great at working and the father's great at being home. Do you know what I mean? It just, it's whatever is the coordinated, collaborated effort of the family unit and how they work well together. Mm. But wouldn't that be nice too? hundred percent. And look, and this is the thing, it's that, like you said, it's, it starts with yourself, right? Like your, your own self-worth needs to come through. Like, you know, because if, like you said, if, you, if you're waiting with this entitlement mentality for everyone to respect you for this or respect you for that, then you're, you're being on the side of effect, not cause. You're, you're, you're literally like blaming everybody else. Why, why don't you respect me? Give someone a freaking reason to respect you. Step into your freaking greatness. Show them what you can do. And I'm not exactly. just a mom. I'm a right. mother, you know, and, and, and I'm proud of that. And I'm owning that shit. That's me, you know? Yeah. So, so, so this is, yeah. So this is what I'm talking about. I want, I want more women to do that. And I've said this, by the way, I've, I've been on stage in front of like a hundred females before. And I dropped that bomb on them to say, look, get out your own freaking way and stop all of this stuff waiting for people to give you respect. You're not going to get it, boo-boo. It's not going to happen. Step right. into your greatness. Go and do it. And, and their jaws just drop. But then they also feel a sense of, of feeling lighter because I've, I've almost given them permission to just like screw everyone else. Go and do your thing. So I love what you're saying about this. And I love it's also part of the Build an Empire movement. Now, you mentioned about building an empire you can't do on your own. It doesn't happen on your own. There's lots of moving parts to that. So I'm going to steer the conversation now into something that I feel feel isn't spoken about enough in entrepreneurship. Now, I want to talk about relationships because I think a lot of entrepreneurs get into relationships and they don't quite fully know what they're either signing up for or what, what, it, what it looks like or what it should look like. Now, I'm a big believer in relationships in general, whether you're an entrepreneur or not. My, my thought process is, is this. People don't complete you. They complement you. There's a difference. Like, you know, we're, we're not, you know, we're born whole. We're not born in two halves. You know, when people say there's my other half or my better half, like you're born whole. And I think when you find someone, they, they complement you, not necessarily complete you in that sense. Otherwise, you create a codependency on someone. I think you've got to be good on your own first before you go off and embark on a journey with someone, someone else. So what I love about what you do, and you actively speak about this, is, is your role towards your husband and his role towards you. And how I remember watching one of your videos the other day, and you said, like, your idea of support isn't telling your husband or your husband telling you to put your phone away and watch a movie with me. It's, it's supporting me to reach my goals. That's that's showing me love. And and I think in entrepreneurship, if you're both entrepreneurs, then maybe it's slightly different. But if you're in a relationship where one's an entrepreneur and one's not. 
you know, like it, it, it's, it's difficult because look, let's be honest, we're not easy people to live with. Let's just be honest as an entrepreneur. We're not, we're not, a, we're a different kind of beast. So I guess what I'm getting at is um, because I've seen it happen. It happened for me. I'm just being leveling up. Like in my first marriage, it didn't work because I grew and we grew apart and it happened, um, you know, and, and I've learned from that. But what advice can you give to entrepreneurs right now who are in a relationship to, to, to really like, you know, support each other? have a communication about it where you're going together who you are as a couple what is your mm. purpose who does what based on strengths and weaknesses not based on male female and include each other in you know like a lot of times um being with an with an entrepreneur um you you get the idea that they're going to do whatever they want on their own terms, they don't need anyone. They're not going to ask permission for anything, <laughs> nor should they. And, and they're not wrong for that viewpoint. I, yeah. But it's the manner in which it's done sometimes that specifically exclude, makes the other person feel completely excluded. And when you do that, you cause problems because who wants to be in a relationship where it's you and I'm over here and I'm doing my thing and you're doing your thing, but like, and you don't need me for nothing. Like everyone wants to be needed and wanted yeah. and like contributing and working on the same team. So I would say figure out how to get together so we all can work in a collaborated effort together. Um, and then secondly, I would say that if y'all are fighting about little stuff, like, you know, the little stuff, um, you don't close the cabinet doors. Why didn't you get the right bacon? Or, you know, you, you leave the dirty dishes in the sink. I would say, I would suggest that you don't have your goals together big enough. Mm -hmm. um, and when you have your goals together big enough, it's easier to, to not focus on the smaller stuff so much because you're working so hard together to achieve a big target. Yeah. Grant and I years ago put the target of, you know, we want people winning with our products and services, you know, mm. back then. And you talk about me being an entrepreneur now. I am now. But there was a time where I was, quote unquote, just a mom for a few yeah. years. And that was coming off of my whole entire life since I was 17 till I was 36. Yeah. Um, yeah living and supporting myself, you know, and, and being all alone. So I've been now in multiple phases cause now mm, I'm going mm. back in. And so it's challenging and along the way we have to keep coming back together because now it's like grant has a little bit more time. He's built up, you know, 800 employees. Now he's, mm. we have things churning and working and, you know, now he's at a point in his life where he can kind of take a little bit of a rest, not totally, but a little bit, which I'm really happy for. Yeah. Um, but I mean, he's still working on bigger deals than he ever has before. So mm. things mm. need to, my, my role still needs to be there. What do I do? I created a distraction free environment, mm. you know, where he never had to worry about his wife or his kids. We never, I never said, when's enough enough? When are you coming home? When mm. are you going to spend more time with us? I said, go get your deal, go out, hit it. Don't come home until you got a deal, Love you know, it. like true support, you know, Love showing active that. interest in the success of. So now cut two. Um, you know, now I'm building this whole business as a realtor with EXP. I'm building the fastest team um, in the shortest amount of time that's ever been done before. <laughs> and, and now I'm learning business stuff in a different way. Before mm -hmm. I was an artist and an actress. I never knew anything about a business. Now I do because I've been around Grant so long. Yeah. So now it's like I'm busy all the time doing all the stuff that he was doing while I was supporting it. And he's like, whoa, what's happening? Where's my wife? And do you know what I mean? So now we have to talk and, and again and, and just reaffirm where are we going? What are our goals? What are our purposes? Look, I have to tell him. I can't assume that he understands what I'm thinking or what my intentions are. Yeah, I have to yeah. tell him, Grant, it's my time to take responsibility for the women of this planet. We need to like the world needs us now to own our power and i'm willing to you know do everything i can to put all of my nitro behind this to get a movement mm -hmm. of other women willing to do this so we can actually make a difference do you support me in this 
Oh yeah, I do. I mean, of course I do. Okay. So now we can work together because we have yes, a goal yes. so big. When we're working on that, then we're not fighting so much about the little <laughs> stuff because these are really big, exciting things. I want 8 billion people on planet earth to know who Grant's name is so they can be winning from his products and services. So along with that comes, oh, you didn't take me out on my birthday or we went out on my birthday and clients had to come. Yes. That's right, because mm -hmm. we're running out of time to have 8 billion people know who you are. And yeah, you know what? Yeah. If Grant, you come home and I'm having a meeting and there's like eight people at your dining room table, like, I'm sorry, but you know, are you with the, with the women empowerment movement? Yeah, okay, sorry, we'll end a little early, but, and okay, I understand. So yeah, that's the yeah. long answer to give people a real idea of like how it really works. It's not magical, it's not perfect, mm. it's not always easy to support the other person. No yeah. matter how great and how amazing you are, to really show support, active interest in the success of somebody else. Other mm. definition of su support means to endure, tolerate. Yes. That's support. Support, to bear the weight of, be strong mm. enough to bear mm. the weight of everything that comes along with that. But if you really support each other and you help each other achieve your goals and your dreams, you've got a life partner for life. Because you're, you, I fall in love with him every time I hit a goal, a target that he has helped me with and vice mm -hmm. versa, and we become more fortified. And to, to, to pick on a word that you hate, which is okay with me, we become more codependent on each yeah. other. Yeah which is yeah, fine yeah. with me because I'm married to this man. I yes, want to yes, be dependent yes. on him. I want him to be dependent on me. Mm -hmm. And I want to know that he can execute in his role. He can trust me to execute in my role. We codepend each other to move the rock up the mm -hmm. hill together. Love that. Love that. And the passion came out clearly, you know, because I think it's, it's, it's sad because a lot of entrepreneurs don't don't look at the bigger picture. They, they look at that. Oh, why aren't you spending time with me right now? Like, why are you doing this? But, it's it's what's the bigger picture and one thing i picked up from you there is alignment like having alignment in in where you're heading and making sure you both align each other with your goals aspirations and what do you need from each other in order to be able to do that because you want you want your partner to be a drain not a you know like a radiator not a drain you don't want them to drain you all the time you want them to lift you up and help you radiate you know so you know right, i could so talk to you all day i really could i really mm -hmm. honestly i could and i know we're just conscious of time and i've got one last question that i'd like to ask you um if that's okay and my team actually told me not to ask you this but i'm going to be cheeky and ask you anyway um <laughs> and it's very simple really i did an exercise with some of my clients the other day some of my mastermind group entrepreneurs and we did a like a, a wheel of life exercise where we looked at all areas of your life and one of them was uh, love and love and connection love and relationships and when I did this exercise with them, a lot of their, 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 their love and relationship area of their life was out of sync. It was out of balance because they're so hell-bent on building their business, growing their company, doing all this kind of stuff. And I really believe that if you go at 100 miles per hour all the time to build something, when you turn around sometimes and look, look for the people you're doing it for, they might not be there anymore. Um, so it's important that you, you take them with you. But in relationships itself, what advice can you give entrepreneurs right now who are going 100 miles an hour to spice up their love life? What would you tell them to do? Well, it's, it's not just in the bedroom, although that's important. Um, yeah. We'll get to that in a second. But it's, um, you know, you, during the phase of what I call sacrifice phase, mm. it's that same money phase, right? But sacrifice phase in the relationship until you've achieved your goals and your dreams and you're working so hard and you're not doing the hand-holding, watching the whole series of the show together to prove each other's love, you know? It's like, God, well, that's not fun. That's not, you know, that's sacrifice phase. But it's, it's what you got to do in order to get where you want to be. What are you willing mm. to give up in order to get there? So in those moments, in those times, you got to find on the daily times where you can make things fun and excitement, you've got to release that pressure. Like it can't be so serious all the time. Like no. I'm all like Grant and I are so competitive. So we turn everything into games, you know, right. like it's a game on who can shoot the quarter closest to the, to the wall and you know, without whatever, <laughs> like who can hit the basket. Like we're turning everything into 
a game. Um, mm. You know, we do bets in our house. I used to like, I, I hate betting. I hate losing money, but I realize Grant loves it. You know, so when, when <laughs> I make him watch MMA with me, we yeah. every yeah. single round we bet on who's going to win. And, you know, it's always more money than I feel comfortable with. And then I'm like, this is so <laughs> ridiculous. Like it's our money, you know, it's in the same household. <laughs> Why not have fun with it? So now yeah, I just yeah. bet him the money and, you know, most of the time I win anyway. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, it's fun. It's like, ah, because I really care. You know, I'm mm. competitive. I want my guy to win. And I'm like, ah, and it's just fun. And then we get to kind of rub it into each other's faces. And, you know, and, and so I'm always looking to to create fun that way. And then it's mm. the special moments. It's It's taking the extra time to acknowledge somebody like, you know, when Grant and I go out to dinner, we've been married 18 years. When I remember to say, thank you for this meal or thank you for taking me out to dinner, it yeah. means something yeah. to him. And he appreciates that. When I say thank you for working as hard as you're working, you know, Love I appreciate this. you. He loves that. So what is it the thing that they want? And mm. then just try to do a little bit more of that. If it's the little notes, like he doesn't get off on the little notes, you know, oh, I love you, honey, with the little stickets. I did that not interested you know he got over that phase at first when he traveled i used to stick the little notes in his luggage and he loved it <laughs> then i did it every single time and then i don't even think he looked at him i think he just tossed <laughs> you know, so you have to become creative like if the yeah, if yeah. the thing becomes like old and stale and doesn't work you got to come up with a new thing right mm -hmm. and then you know um i mean the bedroom that's that's between other couples to, to sort out. I mean, yeah. I said in the very beginning of our relationship, um, I will be in this monogamous relationship. I will be married to you. I will go through thick and thin. I will do whatever. But yeah. if there is not some sort of a problem and we're not having sex, it's over. <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not doing, Grant told me never to, um, to, to ask him to quit on his dreams, which I thought was a joke. Cause like, I would never do that anyway. Yeah. But I was yeah. like, like, like if that goes out, like you have to give me a pass out of this relationship. I'm not interested in this a celibate relationship. Mm. And I, that's just important to me and to, yeah. like, you know, our relationship. There's only one person that I'm committed to doing that with. Mm. And I want to be able to have that expression of love act with that person that I am yeah. married to. Otherwise, why am I married to them? I mean, other than the fact that they helped me reach a heightened level of success. So there's that, <laughs> you know, it's those two components, right? There you go. They, and look, I love how you just openly spoke about it because a lot of entrepreneurs or people don't want to speak about it because it is an important part of a relationship. You know, like what happens in the bedroom is important. I think it's really important. I think it's we're naturally predisposed to go and do that. And now the onus has been taken away from women just being someone who goes and makes babies to actually this is an act of love and an act of, you know, of, of passion and something that you share with your partner. And and and, and what, what I'm getting at is. Uh, and one last thing on this, because everybody loves to talk about sex. Let's just not dress it up. Everyone likes to talk about it. So, so one last thing on this is, is I've often find entrepreneurs at nighttime when they've had a busy day, working hard, doing all that kind of stuff. And it almost becomes like a, a chore, like less, do you want, you want to do it? Your fans, should we do it? Like, should we, should we like, and then they're giving their partner what's left of them, not the best of them. So what could you, what advice could you give someone to actually take that, that act of being in bed with your partner seriously and, 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 and doing it in a way where you've got the energy, not just fitting it in. But again, that's a decision in your create, like, mm. you know, you're willing to create in your business, but not in your bedroom. Like I do a hundred, I, I mean, I'm not perfect, but I try to do a hundred percent at whatever I'm doing. If I'm yeah. doing work, I try to do a hundred percent. If I'm doing mother, I'm trying to do a hundred percent. Again, I talked earlier, I don't care how I feel. I'm tired a lot of times or I'm this or I'm that. But if I need in my relationship to make that bond like it's been out, it's been a little bit or, yeah. you know, hey, you know, it doesn't matter that I'm tired. I'm going to do that activity or that, you know, create at 100 percent and not and get over how I feel. And, mm. and usually right away, you aren't really tired for long. You, know? <laughs> you kind of get into the spirit of things. Yeah. But 
you know, it's, it, that's, that's how I feel about it. There's no excuses. It's just, you show up. I mean, you show up. It's, it's, it's in every aspect of your mm -hmm. life and with everyone in your life and with every role in your life. And you don't get to use certain things as excuses, no matter how real they may be. I might be yeah. terrified yeah. to speak on sp stages, like I said, but part of that is uh, what I do. So mm -hmm. like, I have to do it anyway. Well, I'm in a loving, created, you know, created love marriage with my husband. If I want to continue on that create, I have to create in that role as well, you know? Yeah, and yeah, otherwise yeah. it will cease to exist. Just like your business will cease to exist if you don't t do the actions necessary to yes. maintain it, you know? It's like, it's this, it's a similar thing for in the way I view it, you know? Uh, yeah, it, Maybe that's why it, it, a lot of marriages fall apart because people just think you get married and live happily ever after. Mm. But I don't, I don't believe so. You get married for, of course, because you're in love, but you have to continue to create that in order to sustain a lifelong love. You know, you create it and you, 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 it's, it's, <laughs> I don't know yeah. how to think with that question. <laughs> See, I've caught you off guard, but it's all good. <laughs> no, it's just, it's just because I that's how I feel about it. You know, I can't, no, I, know. Yeah. I, I find it hard for, for people to not understand the importance mm. of that aspect of the relationship. Um, I mean, unless two people don't, really just don't have an interest in that relationship and that yeah. part of yeah. it, then fine. What's, what's the conversation about? Yeah. But for the yeah. person that yeah. is interested in it, but is like, I'm tired. Well, so what? Yeah. Like. Yeah got up make make an interest in the other person that's yeah, part yeah. of support like make them feel good make them feel loved make them feel cared for make them feel that they're still hot and sexy and mm -hmm. you know like give that to somebody why not why are you withholding <laughs> like that what is all that stinginess about <laughs> give it up man stop holding back no no <laughs> yeah, I love it I love it I love it and it's true and like a wise man once said Choose your life partner wisely because they will be responsible for 90% of your happiness or 90% of your misery. And I think you've just like literally hit the nail on the head with how you've been talking about relationships and entrepreneurship. And, and like I said, Elena, I could talk to you all day, all night. I love this conversation. Um, I'm really honored that you've taken the time out to spend time with us and allowing me as well the opportunity to, to question you like this and talk to you. I've really enjoyed our conversation and I think there's so much more I'd love to talk to you about. And maybe we can connect outside of this and talk more, but um, I really appreciate your time. What can we do for you? Because you're doing a lot for other people, right? And, mm -hmm. I, and I love that about you. And, and I believe every supporter needs a supporter. So when you're on this mission right now, and I'm on a big mission like you to, to impact a billion lives, I want to I impact a billion lives in this world before I check out. I really want people to do that. Um, but I can't do it on my own. So I often have, people often ask me what they can do for me. So you're on a mission as well. What can I and everybody watching right now, what can we do for you? Oh, wow. There's so much you could do for me. Uh, you can follow me on all my socials. Yeah. You could go to, and I'm Elena Cardone at everything. You yeah. could go to elenacardone.com and see how we could collaborate. That's what I'm really interested in. Mm. Like, can we collaborate at 10X Ladies? Can we collaborate if you're a guy or a gal at Build an Empire Mastermind? Can yeah. we collaborate? Are you a realtor? You want to come in to mm. work on my team with eXp Realty? Let's get on a phone and figure that out. I'm looking for people to collaborate with me. Yeah. If they can't collaborate with me, I'm interested in them coming into hearing what it is, this information that I have to then make you better in your life. So mm. if you can, if, if my products and services can then help you win in life, that's how you can help me because then my life's mission and spiritual journey is, is being fulfilled. Love, love. Does that mean I need to wear a skirt if I'm going to collaborate with you? No, my <laughs> masterminds are for guys and girls. Oh, I love it. Love it. It's same page, you know, it's yeah, like, how do yeah. we work together on all areas, business Love and that. finance, lifestyle, mindset, mm. um, you know? Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. So um, I appreciate you. Like I do four a year. <laughs> well, this is good. I'm glad there's synergy rather than segregation. It's really, really important for men and women. So I, I love that. And I love everything you stand for. I appreciate you 
spending some time I, like everyone give give elena some some love in the comments please give us some love some hearts please i appreciate you so so much for hanging out with us i'm definitely going to be following you more and checking in on what you're doing and keeping in touch with you so thank you so much for for being part of our event for doing me oh. the honor of serving you and for serving absolutely everybody listening please give elena some more love we love you we appreciate you thank you so much and keep being the incredible person that you are thank you so much you too thanks for thank having You've been listening to the Mind Over Money podcast with Jess and James. Don't forget to subscribe and follow on all the channels. Links in the show notes. Please also leave a review and visit www.jessandjames.com to find more resources on how to create the life you deserve.